You have arrived at your destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with myself in a solo episode. I uh, hope you guys don't mind. Um, you know, it's holiday season, so it's a little hard to get people around to do uh, some episodes. You know, everybody's got family stuff going on. That's perfectly fine. Uh, but, you know, I'm working on getting some new episodes coming up. Uh, I'm definitely getting that Matrix, uh, uh, Animatrix episode going uh, for the Matrix launch uh, coming up in Christmas. So got a Christmas episode, which is going to be Christmas with the Matrix, uh, the Animatrix. Uh, we'll be covering all the little Animatrix shorts and counting down from the top. Uh, I think there's eight shorts, maybe nine, and doing the top nine of those. So just like we did the uh, Star Wars um, uh, Visions episode. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, I eagerly uh, await doing one of those, but I figured I'd put this one out because this is just me talking about the upcoming animated series coming out in 2021 or 2022. Sorry, it's 2021 now. Uh, 2022, which is coming out uh, next year. Lots of interesting stuff coming out this next year. Um, this isn't all of it, of course. This is just the stuff I wanted to cover, stuff I wanted to uh, specifically mention uh, because it just seemed interesting to me or it seemed like something that needed to be called out and never referred to again, maybe. Uh, but yeah, uh, but, you know, this is the Animation Celebration Podcast, so we don't really do that all that often. Um, so let's uh, get into it, shall we? Um, let's talk about, uh, We Bear Bears. So We Bear Bears was another show that happened that uh, was starring We Bear Bears, starting three comedians as a bunch of bears, uh, living a city life, uh, together. They're like brothers. One's a panda, one's a polar bear, and one's a grizzly, grizz, panda, and ice bear. Um, so it, you know, this fun little antics happen. It's a weird show, but there were always these episodes of when they were kids, that would come out every now and then. And now the series is just going to be them with the kid. It's going to be them with the kids. So we bear bears, baby bears was what it was called in 2018. But I think it's just called we baby bears now. So we baby bears is a new thing. Um, you know, I I'm sure it'll be fine for the kids. Uh, we bear bears was pretty targeted towards a younger audience anyway. So this kind of makes sense that they're going in this direction. So that'll be coming out on Cartoon Network on New Year's Day. So this was announced all the way back in 2019. So pretty crazy. Uh, Spinoff prequel series to We Bear Bears. We baby bears. Um, there we go. Uh, that's coming out on Cartoon Network. On New Year's Day, so uh, the first day of 2022, we get We Bear Bears. So I thought I'd start off with that because it's the first one coming up. Um, then uh, going over to we're going to move over to Disney Plus. We're going to do it by by streaming service. And then I'll talk about the ones that I really want to talk about after the streaming services are are all all covered. And then, of course, obviously, 
the ones I really like are also on streaming services. But, you know, uh, let's go into Disney Plus. So Disney Plus has a bunch of stuff coming out uh, with not a lot of information about it. Um, There is an there's untitled Cars series coming. I don't know if anybody is still excited about the Cars franchise. I'm sure there's probably somebody. I'm not really one of them. Uh, But, you know, I'm sure there's some kids that like the ciao they like the they like the uh the the fun the well, i can't remember his name uh <laughs> lightning mcqueen that's it uh lightning mcqueen uh it's, i'm sure there's plenty of people still love that whole shtick um so yeah new tv series with cars i i like the first cars that's about it i, I didn't really like anything else by that ser- on that series certainly didn't like planes or any of the spinoff stuff so uh you know we'll see what happens we'll we'll, we'll check we'll check it out um but uh, yeah, let's see. We've got um, also coming out in Net- on Disney Plus. We have Zootopia Plus, which I think is a bunch of shorts that take place in Zootopia, the the city in which Zootopia takes place. So that'll be interesting to see. I guess there's not a whole lot of information. It's literally called Zootopia Plus, and it's just gonna be like uh, the adventures of the creatures in that metropolis city. So. There you go. Um, they're being very vague about their series in on Disney Plus. So I don't know. It's 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 very, very bizarre. Um, uh, another one they're being very vague about is um, they announced this a while ago, uh, but it is uh, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur based off the Marvel comic that came out, uh, which was a spinoff series of Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur, which is two characters from Marvel that I remember seeing in the uh, the old binders of um, uh, the who's who and Marvel uh, character profile pictures. That's the only te- the only reason I know who Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur are this. But they introduced a new girl with that, with the Terrigen Mist thing when they tried to create the uh, the Inhumans as being the new mutants because they didn't have mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, they do now because they bought Fox, but uh, when they didn't have, uh, you know, the X-Men or anything, they decided, well, what if we did mutants as in humans? So then they started to ramp up the inhuman stuff in the comics to kind of kind of, you know, uh, foreshadow that and coming in the MCU. None of that worked out. And then they ended up buying the Marvel, the uh, the Fox mutants licenses anyway. So there you go. But uh, Moon Girl was one of those. She got exposed to Terrigen Mists. She is a super smart, super, super humanly smart uh, little girl. Uh, and um, she meets up with Devil Dinosaur, which is a big red T-Rex. Um, and they have crazy adventures abound. Um, but that was always slated for 2022. This was announced way back. Well, it was announced way, way back. But 2021, they announced that it was coming out in 2022. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, we'll be getting more of that. We've got at least some promo art from it, um, and it looks pretty cool. Uh, 2D animation looks very much like the Mickey Mouse shorts that, that come out now, not the CGI one, the one that's actually, you know, frame-by-frame uh, frame animation, uh, flash animation. But yeah, uh, looks good, or Toon Boom, just digitally animated. Uh, looks pretty good. I think I like the comic scratchy feel. It has a very scratchy kind of line work, uh, dark, dark, black shadows and stuff like that. So I'm pretty, pretty excited, excited for that one. 
looks pretty cute. I think it'll be fun for for a bunch of kids. So there you go. Uh, and then the big one that was announced at uh, Disney Plus Day, which was had a trailer and everything, which is Baymax with an exclamation point Baymax. So you have to yell it out, I guess. Um, but yeah, Baymax is getting his own series for some reason. I don't know. I think maybe just do another Big Hero 6 animated series, but do it CGI and make it better than the actual one that came out. I don't hate the one that came out. I just found it kind of like a bit superfluous and boring. And I don't really think it ever found a point to its existence, which is kind of weak. Um, you know, I, I feel like there should be a point to it if it's going to be there. Um, so, but we're getting Baymax. Baymax is a series about Baymax doing Baymaxian type things, uh, saying, oh no, and doing his little wave and doing all the things that we loved big old plushy Baymax to do in the, in the animated series. So, uh, it looks very kid centric. Uh, no, doesn't look like hero or anybody's in it, but Aunt Cass is there. So I don't know if any of the actual heroes will be the big hero six will be in it. I'm sure they'll make cameos, but it just seems to be Baymax kind of interacting with other people. So there we go. Uh, Baymax is doing his thing. Um, the last one from, Oh, that's it for Disney plus. Sorry, actually. Yes, that's it for Disney plus. So moving on to Netflix, Netflix has a bunch of stuff coming out as they typically, typically do. So uh, in Netflix, we've got um, one that I'm pretty excited about. There's not a whole lot about it, uh, but it looks very cool. Um, uh, it's a series called Daniel Spellbound, and there's just a few little um, uh, concept arts of it. Uh, there's not a whole lot of it available online yet, but it is slated for 2022. I assume a late one or they're just keeping the production of this thing like very, very, very low key. Um, but the the series um, has some uh, art. Has some uh, art art design in it. I think it's just like two of them. And it looks like a guy kind of like going through like a tomb with a big like demon face carving in the wood. And if you, if you look for it, you'll see it. But uh, the premise of the ser of the series is pretty cool. And it's like whenever you see people doing magic and things like that, like uh, or like doing like magical potions and things like that, like where where do those magical items come from? Like where do those those incantation recipes actually come from? And this is sort of like delves into that idea of like people who uh, you know, explore the underworld of, of magic to try and like find these, these magical potions and things and do things like that. I, there's nothing further about it than that. So I'm sure there's going to be crazy adventures abound uh, apart from that, but uh, it sounds really cool. I'm pretty excited for that one. Uh, the, even though there's only just very, very little uh, concept, con concept designs out there, uh, it looks pretty cool. And uh, it looks like it takes place in uh, urban New York as well. So like there'll be some like magical underbelly of New York, I assume, uh, in, in some way. So I'm pretty excited about it. I think it looks cool and I look forward to it. So there we go. Uh, moving on to the next uh, uh, next one. Oh, that's not a Netflix one. So we'll move that to the end there. Sorry. Uh, the next Netflix one is actually Sonic Prime which is a new Sonic the Hedgehog uh, TV show, CGI TV show. So there were, uh, well, I hear it's either traditional animation or CG. 
I'm not sure. It's probably a mixture of both. Probably CG with probably drawn over cell shading type of stuff. But uh, yep, the movie has now um, the movie has now uh, uh, hit uh, big. Um, and, uh, we're going to see some, some more co- Sonic content. Um, that's, it, it, it's, it's got a lot of, uh, it's got a lot of people behind it. It's going to Sega of America, Netflix animation, wild brain studios, and man of action entertainment all are combining, uh, production companies to make this thing happen. Uh, wild brain, uh, is, uh, is an interesting company. Uh, what else have they done actually? Now that I think about it, they've they have a lot of distribution centers, so they have lots of uh, different studios. Uh, they have Studio B Productions, which do uh, a bunch of uh, smaller kind of flash animation type stuff. Um, there's uh, a lot of things under there are subsidiaries now that I think about it, uh, but they do the Deke Entertainment and Cookie Jar. Um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of distribution coming from Wild Brain. So there you go. Uh, Man of Action, of course, you'll know them as uh, the people that did Ben 10, Generator Rex, Earth Mightiest Heroes. So lots of really good animation there. They also did the, uh, as I said, Big Hero 6 animated series. Um, and uh, yeah, and the last big thing they did for America was Mega Man Fully Charged, which was that 2018 Mega Man series for uh, Disney XD that was and Cartoon Network that was not. Great, but fine. It was a just a different take on Mega Man and a completely different take on Mega Man. But it was a CGI animated series. Um, but yeah, Sonic Prime coming in 2022. I was a bit disappointed to learn that Man of Action was the ones doing it because I really wanted Flying Bark, the guys that did Rise of the Team and T and Monkey Kid to take over Sonic because I think they do speed extremely well. I think the way they convey motion is amazing and I think they'd make an awesome Sonic series if they really did it like if they made it look like the 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 Tyson Hess type of Sonic uh, art I think that would look amazing Uh, I would love to see them do that but what do I know I'm just a fan of animation so I'm just your resident tune junkie I'm not a production uh, company so it's basically who's going to do it for the least amount of money I feel like so but man of action not a bad studio, so I look forward to seeing what they do with it. And it's not really clear whether it's 3D or traditional animation. I'm getting different uh, com- combining uh, thoughts on that. So we'll see what it actually is when we get a trailer for it. But coming in 2022, Sonic Prime. So Sonic fans, a new Sonic the Sonic animated series. So that's that could be another good one. Who knows? Because we've had two out of five be good, I think. Two out of five that people enjoy, Sonic Sad AM and Sonic Boom. People seem to like Sonic Boom. It has a good sense of humor against itself, which it kind of needed to after that game. So, you know, um, there you go. Sonic uh, getting a new series. Maybe we'll get uh, maybe we'll get uh, three out of six to be good uh, to be good. So there we go. Um, Next one on Netflix. There is not anything about this except for one poster. Uh, that looks very interesting. And uh, the two creators names, uh, super giant robot brothers. Um, it's got one. If you type in there, if you type in the names of it, you got one thing and you got like kind of a kind of a cartoony looking kind of looks like he's coming out of like um, uh, life as a teenage robot style robot. Uh, and then you've got a traditional Transformers jet fire looking kind of robot next to him. So I guess they're the two brothers, as it were, 
but you know, one's looking kind of like happy and carefree and goofy, and the other one's looking kind of like uh, whatever, more serious, more of a hero type character. So I guess we're probably going to get that dynamic. Um, but the creators of this are uh, Victor Malda- uh, Victor Malda- Maldonado. Uh, and Alfredo Torres, which are the two character designers of uh, Troll Hunters. So these two designs come directly from Troll Hunters. Um, you kind of get that gun uh, gun robot feel from them. Uh, but yeah, so I'm pretty excited for that one just because it's that studio. Those guys doing, you know, those guys are heading up a, a, their own cartoon of their own. You know, you do good work for something else. You move up and you start making your own stuff. You pitch ideas. Things get caught up. Things get caught and uh brought up and uh, I think this looks pretty cool I'm pretty down for it and I look forward to seeing how it is the the concept design is really cool Um, I hope they kind of keep that look for it Um, but if it's that one if it's that studio it might go to a more traditional CGI style series like Troll Hunters or the new Masters of the Universe so we'll see what they do for that when it happens Uh, the last bit from Oh, that that's it for Netflix, actually. Man, I keep uh, I keep uh, forgetting that that's it. Um, but yeah. So let's move on to the things that I really want to talk about. Uh, these three are um, we've got some we've got some cool stuff. Oh, let me talk about one that I don't want to talk about, actually. Uh, this one's coming to Fox series uh, Crapopolis, which it's a Dan Harmon production, which is good. Um, it's got some good voice actors in it. It's got some good actors in it, but it looks just like every other adult TV series out there right now. And it doesn't look interesting to me. Um, you know, I, I, I gave up good hope for, uh, for, um, uh, inside job, which was a new one produced by, um, uh, Alex Hirsch, creator of gravity falls, that came out on Netflix this year. It was a bit of a disappointment. I didn't think it was that funny. Didn't think it was that good. It was kind of bogged down in some not very good stuff. Uh, it just it just wasn't very very interesting. Um, it, it, they, when you have the idea of conspiracies being your main humor, and then you kind of make it character based, it doesn't make any sense to me. You have conspiracies and wacky things like that to jump off of. Why not? go in that direction. Why bother with this? So, um, but whatever, that's what they're doing. But I was sort of down on that. But my the point I was getting at was that the art design is very similar to the rest of it, but I was going to give it a shot because it was produced by Alex Hirsch. But, you know, ultimately just the humor wasn't overcoming the look of the show. I hate that ugly look that cartoons have right now. I think it's terrible. I think Rick and Morty inspired it. For Rick and Morty, I think it works because it's just this quirky little show that, um, you know, is kind of based off of Justin Roiland's drawings. But now that style has been sort of like templated, much like the Simpsons, much like the Hanna-Barbera cartoons of old, much like the the quote unquote CalArts style of Cartoon Network, the Steven Universe style. It just sort of gets templated after a while and after a while, I just don't they just all sort of blend together like they all look the same like Crapopolis. The characters in Crapopolis look like they could just walk into um, uh, inside job and you wouldn't even notice or they walk onto Rick and Morty. You wouldn't even notice. It just gets boring after a while. I don't want to see the same thing over and over and over. It just uh, like give me something that looks new. Like, you know, uh, we'll be talking about this soon, very soon. Arcane wants somebody else in my 
in my uh, list of people who are on this podcast with me, go and watch Arcane. Uh, that's definitely one that we're going to be talking about. But Arcane is just one that looks completely different from anything else that we've seen. Uh, it looks very into the Spider-Verse. It doesn't look like a TV series that's been on uh, in the last 10 years. And it looks great. Uh, that alone got me into it. And then the writing catapulted me way further. Um, that said, Crapopolis does not grab me. I may watch one episode if the humor is funny. I think I know exactly what kind of humor is going to come out of it. So I'm not super interested in Crapopolis. I don't care how much talent is behind it. It doesn't look like anything new or like anything that I will enjoy. So that's it for Crapopolis. We're not probably never going to speak about speak about that again on this channel. So there we go. Here's some stuff I'd like to cover. And this this stuff looked interesting. We're doing a lot of uh, retro future or Afro futurist type stuff. Very Wakandan style cartoons are coming out in 2022. All hidden in 2022. Disney Plus back to Disney or Disney. Actually, I'm not sure if it's going to Disney Plus or not because Disney just announced it. Uh, something called Iwaju, which is very much not a whole lot about it, but not a whole lot, but it's very set in a Wakanda like world Wakanda like town. And if you look at the art design from it, it definitely looks like something out of Wakanda. You have these, you know, uh, very futuristic type cities and like these little uh, floating pods that kind of look kind of junky, but, you know, are definitely like, uh, you know, there, there's a, there's kind of a junky end of the end of the spectrum where like the I guess the poorer people are. And then there's like the more like robust type of technology where all the spires are huge and it looks very, um, you know, like, like very lit, lit up by the light and everything. And then the, the poor side, kind of has like a copper sunny tone to it. Like the, the tone of the, of the sun kind of reflects off of things. And then you have like kind of a boy who kind of represents that side of it and a girl on the other side that represents the, the upper class style of, of things. So, very cool uh, initial uh, look of it at first, you know, initial look of it looks very cool. Uh, and I look I, I look forward to seeing what, uh, what what it brings. I don't know anything of the plot. Um, there's a few little tidbits out there if you guys want to uh, take a look at it. Uh, but yeah, the, the world is called Lagos um, and uh, it just uh, yeah, it, it explores the interest. You know, it kind of has like the class system kind of uh, uh, system kind of woven into it, challenging the status quo, that kind of stuff. So, uh, but not a whole lot of like details in the actual story, but it looks really cool and I'm looking forward to it. The next one, uh, very, again, Afrofuturist style is an actual African animation. This is the first, I think, full series of African animation ever put out uh, called Mama K's Super 4. I talked about this Years ago on the podcast when this was announced, I believe it was um, I believe it was on one of my two news episodes. Um, but yeah, it uh, it looks really it looks really fun. It looks it's called the Super Mama K's Super Four. It's about these three girls who I guess are all students, it looks like, because they have um, they have a student uh, uh, attire in, in one of the pictures. And then they all have superhero uniforms with a uh, red, yellow uh blue, pink and uh, green motifs. So it looks really fun. Uh, it's cool to see uh, other nations kind of diving into diving headfirst into animation because I like to see what, you know, different cultures are going to bring into the animation ring. So I, I, I think this looks really fun. Looks like a fun action adventure kid show. Um, and I haven't seen any of the animation yet, but the art design looks really cool. I hope they keep it 
close to that as close as they can. But as things happen, you know, the, the sometimes you have to like soften things down. You have to do things for studios and, you know, it, it kind of sucks because I, I really wish that a lot of these things would keep their, you know, um, their initial design preferences. It, 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 it works better that way, I think. But uh, other than that, I think it looks cool. I can't wait uh, to see what it looks like in in motion uh, to see if they keep that kind of style. It would be would be really impressive. But I like the character designs and I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, the last one, the last retro futuristic Afro future uh, um, situation is coming to Disney Plus again. Uh, well, this was coming to Disney Plus specifically, uh, and it's called Kizazi Moto Generation Fire as uh, a sci fi anthology. So it's going to be an anthology series of a bunch of, uh, you know, futuristic Afro futuristic uh, situations. And the the thumbnails they chose for this look fantastic there's some that are cg there's some that look traditionally animated uh but they all look different despite being about the same topic and that just like it like the, the initial thumbnail that they've that they've released to this thing looks great like they all like all the art styles look different enough to where they don't blend together even though they're about the same type of subject uh that or that same type of genre um and it looks very cool i'm looking very excited i want more things like um uh, the anthology series, I, I anthology series is, I think are kind of underrated. Uh, and, and I think, um, you know, when, when you have anthology series, you get new things out of it. You know, Powerpuff Girls came from an anthology series out of, uh, cartoon cartoons. Um, you know, several other cartoon cartoons came from, or several other really great shows came from the cartoon cartoon show or, or the, what a cartoon show from, uh, from, from all those. And I, I love seeing anthology series or little pilot shorts of things that could be brought into a wider audience. Um, so, uh, but we got Peter Ramsey, uh, one of the directors behind Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse doing one of them. Um, and it'll be, it'll be a lot of, a lot of good time. So um, it, it's, it's going to be good. I, I love things like uh, I love things like um you know, like, like, in like, or, uh, in, uh, love, death and robots and, and star Wars visions and stuff like that. They, they even have all the titles out for all of the shorts, um, and where they actually take place. Each one takes place in a region of Africa, which is really cool. Uh, stardust takes place in Egypt. Uh, Mikuzi, uh, the masked racer takes place in South Africa. Uh, uh, Hatima takes place in South Africa as well. Uh, in Kai is Kenya, uh, Moremi, uh, these are all the titles of the series actually, uh, in Nigeria, uh, Surf Sangomo, South Africa again, uh, Mukudedzai, uh, aka Adventures of Muku, um, that'll be in Zimbabwe, uh, First Totem Poems, uh, will be South Africa again, and, uh, Herder Boy, Herder Boy will be Uganda, and you give me heart will be South Africa. Uh, each one kind of has, if you look up the sci-fi wire, um, uh, article, uh, Disney plus to showcase African creators with, uh, Kizazi Moto generation, generation fire sci-fi anthology. That's the title of the, of the thing. Just type in Kizazi Moto generation fire. That's the, that's the first article that'll come up and it actually has a little description for each one of them. Each one of the little series, I'm not going to do them here, um, but I will be definitely watching this and doing a full episode on it. If it's good, I assume it will be very good. It looks very awesome. At the very least, some of them will be good. And I'll cover that because I still haven't covered 
Um, Love Death Robots Part 2 because not a whole lot of them grabbed me, but I still would like to talk about that one and, and rate them. So, but uh, there we go. Love, love anthology series. Good to see it coming. Um, so yeah, that was three Afrofuturistic type of uh, situations that are all coming out that I want to talk about. The last bits are the ones that are actually coming to TV because TV is still a thing. Um, but uh, Cartoon Network has one coming out for, it's a kid show called Jade Armor uh, by Team T.O., which is a um, uh, French animation studio. Uh, they kind of help out with uh, Miraculous Ladybug, I think. They do some episodes of that. Um, but it's about this girl. This was pitched all the way back in 2011, I think, um, But which is crazy to me. Uh, but it's about this girl who can summon jade armor that goes around her, and then she can summon uh, what looks to be tiny little chibi helper friends that are all the four celestial beasts of China, which is the white tiger, the black tortoise, the red Phoenix and the Azure dragon. Um, I don't know if that will be their official names, but that's definitely what they're um, referencing from, from these uh, images. Um, but uh, the, some of, some of the uh, production art kind of looks like stuff we've, we've, we kind of looks like animation we've already seen. It kind of looks very similar uh, to some of the stuff that already exists, which I assume that's, how the show is going to look, but the concept art looked very, what looked way more interesting. And I'm hoping that that's what it's going to look like. It looks more cell shaded kind of, uh, kind of animation. And I hope that's really what they take at, take, uh, take a direction for it. But again, we won't see what exactly that's going to be until it actually comes out. So, uh, Jade, Dra Jade armor, um, a series pitched way back in uh, 2011 uh, with a male lead and a and a female sidekick. And it looks like they just pushed the female sidekick to be the main character of this one specifically. So there you go. Uh, we will see what that's like. And the final one I want to talk about, the one I'm most excited for uh, coming to Disney Channel, oddly enough. I, I, I don't know why not Disney Plus, uh, but you know, whatever. I get it. They still want to push stuff for their channel. That's fine. Uh, but 26 half hour episodes of Viking School with a K. Viking School with a K uh, by Cartoon Saloon. Cartoon Saloon, of course, those geniuses behind Secret of Kells, Song of the Sea, and Wolfwalkers. Um, I'm super excited about this one just because I love Cartoon Saloon. I love everything that they do. Um, and the character designs from this look great. It's old school traditional animation style. Um, and I just I love the character designs that come out of I love the character designs that come out of uh, that, that come out of Cartoon Saloon. I think it's fantastic. And this was pushed way all the way back in 2019. They mentioned this one, I believe. Um, and uh, we're finally, finally getting it. So, um, yeah, I think this was announced all the way back along with uh, Owl House. So all the way back in 2019, this was announced. So I'm pretty stoked, pretty excited to finally see this thing happened because this thing was slated for a 2021 release and now it has been pushed back to 2022, but we're definitely getting it. I'm super excited about it. Uh, go check out how this thing looks. It's Viking school with a K. So uh, cartoon saloons, great and always great to see cartoon saloon doing something. So there we go. But that is the animation for 2022 coming out guys. Uh, all the stuff that I really want to see, uh, one thing that I don't really care to, but I thought I'd mention it just because 
I wanted to rant about that sort of situation. Uh, but there we go. That's all the stuff that I'm looking forward to. Go check out all the things that I had that, that I mentioned. Uh, you know, I'll, I might link to all of them in the description down below or on my Facebook page. I'll probably be just covering each one of those up on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks guys for joining me on this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at animationdestination.com, destinationcomics.com slash DNN. You can also check us out on Facebook, as always. We might, we'll be getting Instagram. We have an Instagram up. I'll be posting stuff on Instagram very soon. I'll be posting my own art, uh, my own little animations. I've been practicing with that, with some After Effects animations and stuff. Uh, I, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I hope to share that with you guys uh, and hope you guys spread that stuff around. I really, uh, I really have enjoyed uh, all of the interactions I get with a lot of the fans. So please like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Check me out. And if you're if you're wondering if I don't have an episode up, come check me out on Facebook. That's really where I put most of my updates. It's where I get the most traction. So if you want to know about what's happening, just get on Facebook. That's the easiest way to know. I don't have a Twitter anymore. I'm never posting on Twitter. So just don't don't bother looking for me there. But definitely check me out on Facebook. Uh, I'll be posting my episode thumbnails coming up on Instagram soon. So follow me on Instagram at animation destination. Uh, but yeah, like and comment and send in a review if you can. I know it's cumbersome because Apple products always have to have you have an Apple sign in and stuff. But if you can manage it, if you have an Apple sign in, if you have an Apple account, uh, just drop drop a review, drop a review on on Apple Podcasts. It really helps get my name out there. I have nothing but five star reviews from you guys. You guys are fantastic. Everybody who who interacts with this podcast has been awesome. Um, I really hope to get the inter- I really hope to start growing this thing a lot a lot more. I know I'm 286 episodes in, but this thing's always just been sort of a side hobby for me. I've never really tried to get it to grow all that much, but now I really want to try and delve into other uh, content and get this thing to grow because I really love talking about animation. I love uh, getting feedback from you guys hearing me talk about animation. So if you love this stuff, if you like these solo episodes, if you don't like these solo episodes, leave a comment down below. Let me know if, if, if it's not a thing that I should do. Let me know if I should continue doing this just to keep the slate going when there's a when there's a lull in episodes, because I know people don't like it when episodes aren't there. There's also some other types of episodes where I tell stories about the animation industry and a lot more interview episodes coming up. I've been uh, reaching out for calling for interviews. Apparently, it's actually really really easy to reach out to people in the animation industry. Um, so they're starving for conversation out there. So I've been reaching out and uh, trying to get in, uh, interviews and stuff. So if you want to see more interview type content, please let me know. If it's not something you want to see, please let me know. I really would like to hear what my audience wants to hear. So uh, yes, please come by, subscribe, check me out on animationdestination.com, destinationcomics.com slash DNN on Facebook and all that stuff. We will see you guys next week. Stay tuned.